turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. What's going on, everybody? It's another Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. You can follow me very easily on Twitter, at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, that's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, via email, albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget, iTunes, Google Podcast. just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast. You'll find the shows on those platforms. We're Alexa Ready as well. We're also on iHeartRadio, Odyssey.com, and, of course, the Hopped Up Network. You head over to thehoppedupnetwork.com. You can listen to the podcast version of this program, uh, usually a few minutes after uh, it airs. And so you want to definitely download it and check it out. Got a chance to talk to a few people uh, over at Carton Brewing uh, a week ago Sunday, and uh, a couple people said, hey, I listened to the show, download it. Uh, one gentleman said, he uh, downloads it and listen, listens to it because he heads to California a lot, and so it's listening for him uh, on the airplane. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, Phil Petraca, one of the co-owners of Source Brewing and Source Urban Brewing in Fishtown, is going to join me live from Source Urban Brewing in Philadelphia. That's right. We're going to have him on for three segments. Now, who knows? There could be other surprises, too. Uh, Greg could be there. I know uh, Ed, who is... Uh, the general manager there handling the front of the house. He's there, of course. They do brunch on Sundays. A full, a full disclosure here. Uh, Source, uh, you know, is obviously a sponsor of the program. Uh, you've heard their advertisements. You've heard me mention that portions of the program are brought to you by Source Brewing. Uh, get your beer directly from the Source Route 34 in beautiful Colts Neck, New Jersey. But they opened a new facility down in Philadelphia in Fishtown, the Fishtown neighborhood, Source Urban Brewing. Uh, my wife and I went there a couple weeks ago. I talked to you about it. Fantastic food. Uh, small plates. Uh, the beer, of course, is spot on. But they do have uh, mixed drinks. They have cocktails. They have wine. They have a variety of different things. But the fact that they can serve food, because obviously it's in a different state. It's in Philadelphia, uh, is a wonderful thing. And their food is phenomenal. And Phil told me, he said, the brunch is out of sight. You guys got to come down. So um, my wife and I made the trip down. Uh, we are going to talk to Phil, and uh, who knows what other surprises will be in store over the next three segments. Now, I'm taping this portion of the show, um, these three segments, on Sunday. So, it'll, you know, it can't get any fresher than that. About 12 hours later, about 12 hours later, you'll get to hear the program, which is very cool. 
or a little bit more, yeah, somewhere around there, about 12 hours later. So uh, that'll be really cool. Cannot wait to talk to Phil. Can't wait to talk about um, how the place is open and uh, what's going on so far and what the plans are for the neighborhood because it is a beautiful neighborhood uh, in Philadelphia. A lot of young people, uh, up-and-coming business people, people moving into the neighborhood and doing their best to kind of I don't want to say clean it up, but, you know, for lack of a better term, that's exactly what they're doing. So we'll talk to Phil about that and and so many more things uh, coming up in the next three segments. But let us dive into news and notes before we run out of time here. Uh, The folks at Bagby Beer in Oceanside, California, just north of San Diego, proud and excited to announce their first ever, first annual All Lager Festival. It's coming November 20th. And if you know, uh, as they say, if you know anything about how we event here at Bagby, you can be completely sure this event is going to crush. We're securing the best lagers from the best lager brewers we can find to bring you this one-of-a-kind fermentation celebration. Uh, The details are maturing. Uh, They'll be posting uh, more as they nail down the beers and other details. We'll get you that information when we can. Um, They are also going to be partnering with their friends and dedicated, kind-hearted, hard-working Helping Paws Foundation to support their mission in keeping military families and their pets united. Uh, they'll also have custom uh, half-liter mugs uh, from Sam Glass. Um, save the date. It's November 20th. You can uh, go to bagbybeer.com slash lagerfest for more details on that. If you have not been to Bagby Beer in Oceanside, California, and you head out to the San Diego area, I encourage you to go. First off, the views are spectacular. Um, but not only that, the beer is excellent. The food is delicious. It is a great place to go uh, for eats and drinks. And let me tell you something. You get a nice view of the beach on the on the balcony. Uh, it is a really, really uh, cool hip joint uh, in Oceanside, California. It is absolutely well worth the trip. Taryn Nuren had suggested that I go there when I was out there a number of years ago, and I am glad I took her up on her suggestion because it is a really fantastic place. Our friends at Duclos to mark their 25th year in business, and we spoke with Dave Benfield uh, a number of weeks ago to talk about this, 25 years in the business. Um, they have revisited and elevated some of their most beloved brews. The most recent, Euphoria, uh, a medium-bodied toffee nut brown ale. Um, this uh, has been asked as a big re-release in the past decade. They have re-released it. Uh, it is a, it is a, a mild, roasty coffee Dedicated caramel and biscuit touch of sweetness on this. It's a 5% ABV. It's available now in 12-ounce cans and on draft uh, at select select locations. It's one of those beers that you kind of pour it and you let it sit and warm up, and the flavors get more complex uh, as they go. So kudos to our friends at Duclaw, 25 years in the business, and uh, they are re-releasing some of their classic beers. South Norte Beer Company. Uh, has just released two new innovations just in time for the fall season, C. Reina and C. Chalada. Um, C. Reina, a uh, perfect, clean, crisp, dark lager. Uh, it is not quite black, a deep, dark, mahogany-colored lager. Uh, lager, excuse me. That was my Staten Island dropping in there. C. Reina taking many notes from South Norte's flagship lager, the classic C. Senor. Uh, the lager has a bit of depth, the tasty sweetness of a caramel malt, and a hint of chocolate, making for easy drinking. The C. Chalada... Is uh, uh, Michelada, uh, 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 Michelada or Michelada? I believe it's Michelada. Um, so, Cicelada. Uh This is takes a natural tomato puree, lime, and South Norte's sea senor lager to create an authentic Michelada. Anyone can enjoy it. It's a hint of spice and sea salt, combining natural ingredients to elevate it while staying true to the classic 
Mexican drink. It is available in selected stores across Los Angeles, Orange County, Inland Empire, San Diego, and Arizona. For more information, southnorte.com. And our friends at Dogfish Head uh, are releasing a book. Uh, This is coming out uh, Tuesday, October 19th. And it's called The Dogfish Head Book, 26 Years of Off-Centered Adventures. It's a celebratory chronology of the offbeat escapades that has propelled Dogfish Head to become the beloved craft brewery, distillery, hotel, and culinary hub it is today. It is written by Dogfish Head founder and brewer Sam Calagione, as well as co-founder and communitarian Mariah Calagione, and longtime co-worker and dogfish innkeeper Andrew C. Greeley. It's a heavily illustrated, lovingly told page-turner, which provides a detailed account of the brand's history, told through heartfelt stories from the authors. Again, it is uh, at hit shelves and web stores nationwide on Tuesday, October 19th. Uh, There'll be some recipes in there. uh, And again, uh, a bunch of different uh, stories uh, from Sam, Mariah, and and of course, uh, from Andrew. And they're also talking about Sam's first home brewing experience in 1993 to the opening of the brand's newest taproom, Dogfish at Miami. That was back or that was actually this year in 2021, and everything in between. Again, uh, available for pre-order now, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever you get your books. It will be released on Tuesday, October 19th. And, of course, for more information, just go to dogfish.com. We're trying to get Sam on the program uh, to talk about it, so as soon as I have the details on that, I will certainly let you know. Um, I mentioned uh, that I was at Carton Brewing uh, Sunday before uh, this past, not this past not this past Sunday, but last Sunday, and I was there because Jeff Allworth uh, was there signing copies of his book. Uh, they, uh, Augie Carton and uh, John Hall were doing their uh, podcast, uh, Steal This Beer. And so uh, it was a perfect opportunity to go down, have a couple of beers, and um, you know enjoy some lively conversation, which I did. Got to speak to Jeff very briefly. I signed my book. I was very happy that uh, I got my book signed by him. Um, he had had a rough flight getting in. It was very late in, in Saturday night or probably early Sunday morning by the time he got in. So, um, you know, it was nice to see him, but you could, I mean, honestly, when you're having to fly cross-country and switching to a number of different planes and go to different airports, it's always a pain in the butt when it comes to travel. Uh, Got to talk with John Hall briefly, but really spent a lot of time with Augie Carton, and uh, Augie's just a great guy. I'm just, I'm always thrilled to sit with him and talk about beer. Obviously, these guys have so much more knowledge than I do when it comes to beer, Um, but it's great to just kind of pick the brain of somebody or just listen to stories or, um, you know, we met somebody, there's a a guy by the name of George with his uh, family, his mom and dad, and um, he, young kid, George, and he was asking uh, Augie when they were making another Roush beer, and him and his father are big fans of Roush beer, and just the fact that brewers, and this is not just Augie, but a lot of people, brewers want to talk about beer. They want to talk about the things that they make and the things that they like, and just to hear the stories of so many different things that happen is kind of remarkable. I am but a small blip in this business, and I have far more knowledge to learn about what it is to make beer, run a business, all of these things. Uh, but it's just great to be able to sit back, have a couple of beers, and listen to somebody who has been doing it for quite some time now and doing it uh, very well. So kudos, Augie. Thanks for the conversation as well as the beers. When we come back after a short break, Phil Petraca, he's one of the co-owners of Source Brewing and Source Urban Brewing in Fishtown. He's going to join me live from Source Urban Brewing in Philadelphia for the next three segments. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. We're coming to you live 
from Source Urban Brewery in the Fishtown section of Philadelphia. Uh, they're getting prepared for brunch here. Brunch opens up at 11 o'clock in the morning on Sundays. They are open, I believe it is uh, Thursday through Sunday, is that right? Or Wednesday through Sunday, guys? Wednesday now. Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday now. So Wednesday through Sunday, they are open. Yeah, uh, later on in the afternoon, um, Wednesday through Friday, and then uh, Saturday and Sunday is a little bit earlier. Um, but as we are here, we're here with Phil Petraka, we're here with Greg Taylor, we're going to be bringing in their chef, Kenny Como, in a little bit. But uh, first up, gentlemen, uh, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, th- this area here has a very hip Brooklyn sort of San Diego vibe to it. Um, I-, I was mentioning it to my wife, got a-, a lot of young couples bringing in their kids. You've got an apartment complex right across the way where people come by uh, after work. Um, and for more info on Source Brewing, SourceUrbanBrewery.com is the website and get a little more information here. But let's talk about the journey here to Philadelphia. You guys opened up in Colts Neck a couple of years ago. Everything's going great. Pandemic hits. You have to kind of shift your business model a little bit to, to keep things going because, you know, originally you guys were primarily a taproom operation. There was going to be some cans and bottles, but for the most part, it was the experience of coming in. Um, you weather that storm, things are getting back to normal, and suddenly this facility is available, and you guys are thinking, well, why not? Let's open up another location and make it different from the current location. Was this always in the long-term plan? Yeah, I mean, for sure, Greg and I always had a, a longer-term vision to open up unique experiences. Um, so, like, we, scaling for us um, is, you know, if you take a look at our who we are as a brand, is we're a community brewery. Right. And we really want to service our community. We really want to entrench our community and, and really take advantage and celebrate the community. So if you look at our location in Coltsneck, Coltsneck is a very Argarian you know, town. There's a lot of farms. Mm-hmm. Um, we got our farmhouse brewery that's an authentic farmhouse that was built in the 1800s. Right. Um, Third owners, by the way, you guys are. That's right, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and, you know, Greg's from – Greg's a Philly guy. He's an Eagles fan, Penn State graduate. Yep. And um, – you know, uh, I, he came to move to Jersey, and when I met Greg, he was a brewer at Wirebacher. So I got him to come to move to Jersey. Even got him to make a couple Eli Manning beers. <laughs> so, so we knew uh, in the future uh, we definitely wanted to be in in Philly area, um, and we were looking at Fishtown prior uh, to the pandemic, mm. um, and it was just on fire, right. um, and it was unattainable for us. Um, and then when the, when COVID hit, there were some opportunities that presented themselves. Um, and, um, yeah, we, we were looking at a couple locations and, and this location for us fit. I mean, this is a historic building. It's number 808 on the Pennsylvania historic list. Wow. Um, and you know, there's, there's certain styles of beer that lend themselves to the brew house that we have here in the basement that we are really going to put a lot more focus in on. Um, but the most exciting part here is truly being able to develop the culinary program and and the beer program simultaneously. And I I think that's one thing um, that, you know, our focus is, especially in the food and beverage world, everybody thinks that wine is a superior beverage that pairs well with food. Mm -hmm. And and beer is kind of like shunned. It's not respected. So for us, we have an opportunity here to really have a paradigm shift and how people really look at beer and right. food. Um, and, you know, we're doing some amazing things here, and uh, we're pretty excited about it. And we'll get into that in a minute, but one of the things that I loved about this place when my wife and I came in about a month ago, um, obviously you had to do a few things to bring the place up to, to sources standards to where you wanted it to be. 
But a lot of the infrastructure, Greg, was already here when you got here. So there really wasn't a lot that you had to do to get things up and running, right? Yeah, we're looking at uh, some like massive beams that were here before us and beautiful brick wall and a great floor and the bar structure. Um, they did a great job beforehand. But we, we queued in on a few things that were extreme important to us, namely the draft system, uh, installing four brand new towers, uh, with really nice finish that kind of complement the interior decor. Put our own little stamp on it. We have the ability to do up to like 28, 30, I think, different beers on tap. Um, we have some nitro, uh, some lucre side pool faucets for our German lagers. Mm -hmm. um, definitely put a good focus on the, the draft and the serving aspect, getting all our glassware, hanging up some of our artwork from previous can releases on the right. walls. That's great. It really ties it in. Now, and the other thing, so all of the beer when it's served is coming from the tanks directly downstairs, correct? It's, it's all getting pulled up from yeah, downstairs? So, um, yeah, so, the, yeah, the, the, the draft system here was a pretty significant investment. So every line, for us, it's, it's important to control the beer. Um, right. And this is one of the aspects of why we, we like people coming directly and drinking from the brewer's tap, because now the brewer has the ability to control the temperature, the carbonation level, you know, the, the foam, level of foam, the density of foam. Um, so, yeah, the draft system here, each individual beer, each individual tap has its own individual beer pumps on there. Um, you know, we have very specific faucets depending on what style of beer we're producing. Right. And, and the glassware, you know, that's one Very thing important that, that people uh, don't realize. You know, every single beer has its own unique glassware um, that it gets served in. And we're trying to curate the, the experience. Um, and I think the experience, you know, Greg always says, and I agree, you know, you, you drink with your eyes, you eat with your eyes. I mean, that's the first contact that you have with, with a beer or, or food. Right. Um, so how that's presented and packaged um, to me is, is a critical element of the overall beer drinking experience. Right. We're talking with Phil Petraca and Greg Taylor here, the owners of uh, Source Brewing and Source Urban Brewing in the Fishtown neighborhood of Philadelphia, sourceurbanbrewery.com. Uh, for more details, you can follow them on Instagram as well. By the way, they put pictures on there uh, from, from Fishtown here that you really want to eat the screen because it looks so good, the food. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Now, when you guys got here to start setting up shop, neighborhood wasn't exactly cleaned up, right? There were issues, um, but you have, as I said, the, the beautiful apartment building across the street. You're in walking distance to a lot of breweries in the area. How have the locals enjoyed the first few weeks uh, of being open on a full-time basis? You know, Al, this is pretty amazing. So I, I grew up in the city. I was born in Passaic. I grew up in Newark. Um, so my whole upbringing, I grew up in the city um, and then, you know, moved to the suburbs. And the one thing coming back into the city, um, it really reminds you of the strong sense of community that you get in an inner city. Mm -hmm. um, within a week, everybody knew who we were. <laughs> and I can tell you, we're, we've been here for a few months, and I can tell you, someone walking down the block, whether they live within a few blocks from here, whether they're out-of-towners. Mm -hmm. um, but the great thing about Philadelphia, and specifically Fishtown, is we're able to source, I would say, 95% of all our ingredients within, like, five blocks from here. Oh, that's great. So we have uh, a local micro-baker just a few blocks away, Lost Bread. They deliver the bread every morning on a golf cart. <laughs> it's wow. like amazing. And they're, they're milling our flour that we're utilizing in our pretzel program. Our pickles guy, you know, they're a few blocks down. Uh, Perrystead Dairy, they're doing all our cheeses. They're washing down cheeses, utilizing our beer. And 
like I said, everything is here within a few blocks away. Yeah, and it's giving back to the community, which is the most important thing. Every small business is helping the other small business to continue to thrive, which is great. It's amazing. Um, and, you know, so when people are coming here and they're eating here, they're getting a, a true sense and a good overview of the best that Fishtown has to offer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not only the beer, the food, but all the ingredients that we're utilizing in the food as well. Right. And you were you were speaking about um, the, the neighborhood itself. I mean, you have Barcade across the street, which is the original Barcade, right, that opened. Now they have a bunch of them elsewhere. You've got breweries within walking distance. You've got a concert venue uh, right around the corner. So when things really start to get moving again, when people are really – because I, I – it's sort of like a half and half. My wife and I have kind of seen in different places where people are really back and they're in, enjoying being back. And then there are other places where they're kind of, let's be a little tentative, we're not really sure. When this place really starts to get going next summer, you guys are going to have a, a spot where you're going to be, oh, wow, this, there's this place here. And then we can go walk, you know, walk around the corner and go check out music or the casino down the street. I mean, there's a lot of opportunity for advancement in this area to really build up your brand, right? Yeah, I think Forge, right prior to the pandemic, had Fishtown as one of the the, the best uh, cities in the country. Um, and I'm going to make a bold statement right here. Um, okay. I think, you know, Fishtown, um, certainly within the, you know, now and in the next three months, will be one of the best craft beer cities in the country. There are, there are seven or eight breweries that you can walk to right. in less than 15 minutes walking distance. Yeah, and other half is getting ready to open, too. Yeah, we've uh, we got, we got other half a couple blocks down. Um, you know, you got Brooklyn Ball, so you have another concert venue mm-hmm. coming in. Um, and you know, Obviously, we know about the Fillmore and things of that nature. But, right. Um, it's amazing, and, you know, the, the quality of the beer as well. I mean, so if you have seven, eight breweries within a, you know, five, 10, 15 minute walking distance, but the quality of each one of those breweries, uh, you know, I think that's where it really shines. Absolutely. I mean, look, in this day and age, and we're going to take a break in a second, but in this day and age now, if your beer is not up to par within the first six months of opening, you've got a problem. There's always going to be a growing pain when you first open. And I think I've seen that. I, I don't, I think you guys may have been the second or third brewery that I went to that the beer was spot on from the start when, you know, a lot of places that first month or two is kind of the growing pains of upscaling to, to a different level. Um, but I think if you're not getting things done in those first six months, you've got a problem now. People have choices, and they're not going to hang around if the beer is subpar. And with all of these different places that are in this area, and then you've got other half coming, you guys have a golden opportunity here to do a lot of great stuff. I misspoke before. The website for Source is sourceurbanbrewery.beer, uh, .beer, not .com. More people need to be using .beer. It makes more sense, right? Absolutely. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more with, um, with Phil and with Greg, and we're going to bring in their chef here, uh, Chef Kenny Como, who is doing some amazing things with the food that's here. That's right, a Jersey brewery that's now in Philadelphia that can serve food. Wouldn't it be great if New Jersey could do that, too? Let's take a quick break. We will be back from Source Urban Brewery in the Fishtown area of Philadelphia. Coming up next on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. We are back here at Source Urban Brewery in the Fishtown neighborhood of Philadelphia. Sourceurbanbrewery.beer for more details. Phil Petraca, Greg Taylor. And joining us at the table as well is Chef Kenny Cuomo, who is the, um, the overseer of all things food. Uh, in this place. Guys, thanks again for joining me. Chef, welcome to the show. How Absolute are you? It's a pleasure being here. Uh, so we were talking before we started um, uh, We started the recording, uh, your history in becoming a chef. So you went to the Culinary uh, School of Arts here in America, 
and then you uh, got on a plane, packed your bags, went to France. And for those who don't know how the radio business works or the, even the beer business works, a lot of times you have to be an intern first before you can kind of get yourself uh, a salaried position, shall we say. So you went to France, and this is a unique way of, of getting into an internship. Most people, they send a resume or make a phone call. You have to go and knock on the door of the like one of the best restaurants in France just to get your foot in the door to start washing dishes and cutting up vegetables? Is that basically how it works? You, you know, even as uh, a young cook, when I was here at the Culinary Institute, even before I went to the Culinary Institute, I worked at restaurants in New York City, um, some unbelievable locations, mm. and I had some great mentors who showed me the way. And all across the country, I've been lucky enough to travel across America you know, 15 times, always being in a place, looking for great restaurants, looking for the best chefs, you know, studying the craft. Right any opportunity for hospitality. And I learned the secret. You go to the back door and you say, I'm willing to work today. No one's going to turn you away. They get a million stack of resumes. So that was a philosophy that I picked up and a skill set that when I left um, New York mm. and went to France, I also went to London, Spain, Italy. Uh, it was an unbelievable study in culture, cuisine, hospitality. Um, you know, I slept in doorways and traveled by bus at night so that I could have tried to save money to eat at the best restaurants. Everything was, it was a master class, truly chafed with pass and chasing the grand cuisine, which was what it was all about for right. me. And, uh, but I got I to ask, ask the dumb question here, Chef. You're, you're in France, you're working for free. How are you supporting yourself to, to you know, I mean, I, you know, I, I, it sounds to me like the, it's a dumb question, but it, it really. You know, you have savings. I had a girlfriend. She was outstanding. Had a place to live. Right. And, you know, it's the challenge and the push. And it doesn't matter. When you're working 18 hours a day, you don't need to really sleep uh, as much. And what the challenge was, being an American, being somebody from New York, everybody wanted to come to New York. But they hated you when you would go over there. Right. And, you know, I was lucky enough, in an example, in some of these best restaurants, to make my way up to Fish Poissonnier. This is one of the hardest. I mean... This is a position that they hated me for being on. And it was one of the hardest positions in the restaurant. You're cooking all of the fish, every piece of fish. And they treated me like They were like, you dumb American. Things would come to the pass, the pickup. They would flip my stuff over. Where's the food? To talk about the level of sabotage, you know, putting spoons in the oven so you go to grab it. It's hot. Wow. Every day putting a case of potatoes or stuff that they needed done on your station. And you couldn't say anything. You just take it, you smile, and you keep going. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I'm here. And that was the challenge. And that's what, you know, that's something that's just inside and drives you. And, I mean, it's a little sick. You know you're getting killed every day. But right. You keep coming back and coming back. And, and that's what the love of this. This is not... It's a passion. It's, it's a, a passion. fire. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's not just something, oh, you wake up and say you want to be it. I didn't choose this. This was many roads, many opportunities have come mm. my life, and this is this is where I'm truly happy. This morning I was up at 7 making pretzels. You know, this is this is what I love to do. Right. Talking to the guests, the instant gratification, seeing a guest get something, the thrill of, you know, working with the staff, cultivating them, finding partners like these guys, and mm. Carrie, and building a culture. Right. And, ultimate hospitality the goal is getting people the best food they can but on an approachable level right we want to make the ordinary extraordinary it has to be the best burger for $15 the best chicken sandwich everybody deserves to eat the best food possible mm -hmm. and we want to give that to them we want to accompany with great beers um, you know we did something very exciting this weekend 
with the apple cider ale. We paired a dessert that was literally... Breakfast. It looked like breakfast to me when I saw it on Instagram. And it, but it was everything that was in the beer. These things coexisted in a way that the flavors are one and the same. The apples came from the same way. So two visions, one ingredient, two beautiful presentations right. and the ultimate experience for the guest and that's what drives it that's that's awesome we're talking with chef kenny cuomo here as well as phil petraca and greg taylor of source urban brewery uh we're here in the fishtown neighborhood of philadelphia on the algatulo craft beer cast on am 970 the answer brunch is a big part of the component uh, of the restaurant here and it's why my fat self and my wife are here today because we want to indulge in the brunch in fact when we were here a couple of weeks ago phil wanted us to basically stay over uh, night and come for brunch the next day <laughs> So that's why we wanted to turn it into an interview here. But does the, br- the brunch menu does change weekly? There's a special, or you, you guys change that up, and brunch is served all day, or it's only a limited set of hours? We like to do brunch till 3. The okay. menu is always evolving. Um, we have such a list of, out- of outstanding ingredients. Today we're featuring, uh, you know, we've got this beautiful brisket, Philly Reuben. Mm-hmm. Slow-cooked brisket, 30 hours, crusted with mustard, herbs, spices, coffee with our local partners. Um, you know, sometimes there's a little waste, not waste, but stuff that isn't going to the sandwich. How do we reutilize? How do we show respect for every ingredient? Mm-hmm. We created the ultimate gravy today. I had, a, gravy, I had a little taste of that. Oh, man, you it's know, good. Handmade biscuits, bojack. It's about the love. You know, Sunday morning is, is about family. It's right. about times that you get to enjoy, relax a little bit. What says that more than coming and eating some soul? food with depth you know nostalgia things we care about having a great beard sitting in a great space with people you care about so that is a very important element to us i mean as you can see family's here you know right they've both been working doing dishes being part of this is an entity where everybody has a hand in it you know it really takes everybody um to reach this level of success that we're thriving for chef let me ask you do when you, when, when the guys, when, when Phil and Greg are talking to you and they're saying, all right, we're making this particular beer and it's going to come out, you know, in such and such, you know, uh, time or whatever, are you thinking about the food that can be paired up with that beer if it's something that you haven't seen before? Like, it, you've, you've worked with their IPAs, you've worked with certain things. Is there something that comes out that, that kind of clicks in your brain that goes, oh, I know the food that would match perfectly with this beer and it's going to be great? Well, I'll give you an example. Uh, Greg's approach to brewing beer is very culinary minded all right thinking that a beer is a snowflake it's got three or four ingredients how do we coax the most flavor out of it um, make it one time focus on what's seasonal what's right there at the moment what's at its peak of greatness that's the same as cooking right it's, these two things are completely aligned so it's not hard because we're working with the same seasonal ingredients I mean we're totally in step on that program so finding the flavors, getting the things from the same places, which we do, it's it's really it's not that hard to find that connection there. So and I enjoy it. And the, the challenge, you know, it's the beer, the art, the food, every single detail, the way it's presented, it is is how we, you know, right. push forward. Beer is a snowflake. I don't think I've ever heard that before. I love that phrase. I didn't come up with that. No, no, no. That's something that's used in our our language. I I like that because when you look at a snowflake, there are different pieces to the the snowflake. A snowflake is not the same. There's intricacy in in every every snowflake is different, which I think is kind of cool. Let me uh, mention about the beer. Uh, A lot of the beer that you do brew here uh, is actually brewed at your place in Jersey in Colts Neck, and you bring it down. 
But is there beer that you're specifically going to be brewing here in the coming months that's going to go directly, you know, mer- uh, pa- uh, pairing up with the food? Uh, we are going to really get the, the brew house working on some specialty beer styles down in the basement here. Mm-hmm. And um, those styles, I will say they definitely do pair very well with a wide range of foods. We're going to get more um, funky and, and mixed fermentation. Um, working in some Britannomyces and wild yeasts and, and other fun organisms to get some really unique beers and flavors um, coming out to complement some of the really clean lagers and some of the really hoppy and fresh um, hazy IPAs and big pastry stouts and other kind of seasonal saisons that we're putting on. So I think this will add another kind of um, element or, or side to the to brewing that, you know, is... It's harder stuff to crank out, and especially if you're worried about cross-contamination, which we are with a lot of our clean stuff sure. in Colts Neck. So this separate geographic location is kind of um, you know, perfect for the, the Belgian style of brewing, and we hope to, to really get some exciting beers that I think we'll have no problem working with uh, Kenny and Chef Eric here to, to get great pairings on the menu. All right, last question for me on this break here, Chef. I'm going to uh, pose this to you before we take a break, and we've got one more break uh, to finish up the show here. Here at Source Urban Brewery uh, in the Fishtown section of Philadelphia on the Agatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. I, this is going to sound like it might be a tough question, but you've cooked all over. You've cooked in Europe. You've cooked in the United States. What's the one thing that you love to cook the most? It could be a burger. It could be a... Pr- I mean, just, you know, what is the, 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 the one thing? I know all food brings you joy, but what's the one thing? You're opening up the kitchen. You've got some ingredients in the refrigerator. It's the, one, it's the, the thing that you love to cook the most. You know, for me, as an obsession, it, it changes. It really does. Mm-hmm. Right now, for me, it's this pretzel. Our right. pretzel program is everything. The detail, the understanding, the dough, the amazing flour that we're working with from Lost Bread. And that's how it becomes. It's, it's the one I'm working on at the moment. Until I can perfect it, until I think it has it. So once I perfect it, then it's time to move on in another challenge. And then that's what I love about it. And then once it becomes easy and you can do it, you keep going. Because you don't want to be stagnant. You want to, you, want to, you want to have a different thrill all the time. See, that's great. I mean, you, don't get, you literally cannot get bored here of doing what you're doing because you're creating stuff every single day. There's no boredom. When you're working with people who are pushing the envelope like Philip and Greg, there's right. no boredom. It's always... What's next? What's new? How do we push ourselves? Right. It's just being driven. And we've got a lot of other great things in store. And we've really just started. Right. I mean, what's happening here? This is, we're a few weeks in. People are going bonkers. The combination between the food, the beer, the service, it's, we're really in a special place. So that's awesome. We'll keep upgrading. We'll keep finding new ways to deliver the experience. And that's what it's really all about at the end of the day. How can we get the best experience to the guest? That's, that's fantastic. Chef, thanks for giving me that's a couple a of minutes. Thank you. You got it. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with Phil and Greg as, as Chef gets ready for service here uh, as they're opening up uh, Source Urban Brewery here in the Fishtown neighborhood of Philadelphia. We'll be back right after this on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast. I almost forgot my name there. That's not good. On AM 970, The Answer, and I haven't even had a beer yet. We are coming to you from Source Urban Brewery in uh, Fishtown, uh, Pennsylvania. That's the Fishtown neighborhood of Pennsylvania. Let me tell you something, folks. If you're coming from New Jersey, it's a very easy ride. It's a straight run down the turnpike. You get off at exit 6. You get on 95. We got here in about an hour and 10 minutes. Very easy with no traffic, which is a rarity these days. You can get here pretty quickly. Sourceurbanbrewery.beer. Uh, is the website for more details. We're talking with Phil Petraca and Greg Taylor 
uh, from the brewery here. One of the things that I love about the difference between this place, guys, and your place in Coltsneck is pretty simple. Not only can you have your own beer here, you can have guest taps, you can have wine, you can have mixed cocktails. It's amazing when you go to another state. So many different things are put up as opposed to the ar ar archaic rules of New Jersey, right? Yeah, I mean, we we were very fortunate um, that we were able to collab with some of our, our Philly family around here, and we opened up with four collab beers on tap. Um, and in New Jersey, you know, we got a, a bunch of collabs that are, are in the pipeline, um, but with, if we're not the hosting brewery, mm -hmm. we can't offer that beer for sale right. in our tap room. Uh, Pennsylvania is very progressive. They understand that keeping the tax revenue in the state is a, probably a good idea. How mm -hmm. about that concept? Right. Uh, so, yeah, so we're able to offer, you know, we had a, um, a collab with Levante, um, Urban Village, mm -hmm. uh, Imprint, right. Lost, um, Tavern. Lost Tavern. And we were able to have them all on tap here so people can enjoy in our tap room and in their tap room. It's um, amazing. And those beer, all four of those, beer, those beers were brewed at those breweries? It's so that you were able to bring them back in here and, and sell them. Uh, I, I want to talk about the two beers uh, that we're collabing with with a couple of different breweries in New Jersey. We'll get to that in a minute. But I love the fact that all of these guys were really open to having you guys down here and immediately wanting to collab with you guys, which I think is great. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty humbling. Um, less than 10 minutes after we announced our Fishtown location, right. um, you know, we had emails and phone calls from these folks saying, hey, we got to do a Welcome to the Neighborhood collab. Um, so great. it's like Philly truly is a city of brotherly love, um, and we're pretty grateful for for the family and friendships that we have down here. Right. Well, Eagles fans, I don't know. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, you know, sometimes they can get a little rough. But it's starting to trickle in now. Yeah, I know. I saw that. So one guy with an Eagles uh, hat and jersey, a, a t-shirt on, all ready to go. Um, let's talk about the collabs that. Um, that you guys and a couple of the New Jersey breweries are putting together that are going to be coming out in the next couple of months. The first one up uh, that just started, will, should be out somewhere before Thanksgiving, uh, is the collab between uh, Source and Screaming Hill. Let's talk a little bit about that beer that you guys Yeah, that's. Doing. I think that's a really great story, and it's, uh, it's about time we synced up with our friends over there. And, um, you know, New Jersey's first farm brewery, and they've been running the farm there, so we thought... You know, we definitely have to tie in some locally grown grains, stuff that they've grown, and then we also incorporated some ingredients that we grew here in Colts Neck mm -hmm. um, with with Stephen Garrett um, over at his family farm. He's actually the the family that sold us the property in Colts Neck. So. Um, really special local terroir tie-in on that one, uh, and that's something that's going to take a few months to make. So it's uh, it's going to be a nice, uh, nice crushable lager, smoothed out beer. Right, uh, that a dunkel if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, 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 we're doing a Munich dunkel um, with New Jersey grown ingredients, and um, yeah, I think it's going to be a special one coming out around. Uh, Thanksgiving time. Yeah, that's going to be fun, and I believe uh, we're going to donate a portion of the proceeds of that to a local food bank. We're just trying to figure out the food bank we're going to donate to, and we'll get that information to you guys when we get it. The next one that we're doing is with the guys up at Bolero Snort and Carlstadt uh, with their big facility right by MetLife Stadium. So um, I think when we were coming up with the idea, we, d we decided on a, a thick pastry stout, sort of thinking um, easy bake oven. So I'm like excited that this thing is going to be sort of brownies and nuts and kind of fudge and you know something that you really want to have after dinner you know to go with your dessert what do you what do you guys what what is the um what's the direction i think that we want to go in here well 
We have reached out to the makers of Easy Bake Oven and see if they would um, like to be part of the collaboration. Mm -hmm. Like we do with all of our, our charity beers, we donate all of our net profits and then some to the charities. And right. we thought it would be great if we can incorporate um, the makers of Easy Bake Oven. I mean, we would take all our net proceeds and buy a bunch of Easy Bake Ovens and donate them to Toys of Tots. That's awesome. So we're, we're hoping to make that happen. But if not... These beers would truly be inspired by Easy Bake Oven, right. and I think we um, we're gonna we're gonna try and get the hosting brewery and us. So we're both gonna host, and we're trying to get those beers out in time for Christmas. Right. We're trying to make the most impact we can for the charity. And um, by the way, uh, you know that's one of the great things that I love about what not only just New Jersey breweries, but a lot of breweries around the country. Everybody loves giving back. It's always this source of community, this source of helping. Uh, people, and, and that's what I love about the beer community is that you guys are all helping one another out. Even though you're all pitching for the same, you know. Listen, let's face it. Everybody's in this to make a profit. You're in this as a business to make money. But the fact that you're all going that same piece of pie and still are all willing to help one another, I think, is wonderful. And I think more people could learn something from that by doing that. Yeah, I think it speaks a lot to the type of people who get into starting breweries and hardworking small business owners to the fact that making, you know, especially you see it a lot in the beer industry, that's it's every other month it seems like there's a, a new charity, even if they're a very, very small brewery. Um, so it's it's good, and it kind of ties in with what Phil mentioned in the beginning is um, the community and being community-knit. I think all the emergence of small community breweries you see coming across the nation is like, that's kind of where they're meant to thrive and meant to be. And you know, if you're not giving back in some way, then you know, you're not going to fully be a part. Right. Yeah. And I for, mean, talk is talk, but a call to action is meaningful. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, for those of you who are listening right now and thinking, "Oh, Easy Bake Oven. Oh my God, my brownies are still in the Easy Bake Oven that I got in 1983." No, no, no. It'll be cooked. Don't worry. It'll be drinkable. <laughs> there won't be a problem there. We're here uh, at Source Urban Brewery in the Fishtown, Philadelphia neighborhood. Uh, here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, the answer. Phil Petraka, Greg Taylor are joining me at the table here. They are just open for brunch. They're uh, they're open on Sundays at 11 in the morning uh, for brunch. Brunch runs from 11 to 3. And let me tell you something. It's a fabulous menu. Go to Instagram. Don't eat your phone when you see the pictures because let me tell you something. Everything here is mouth-watering. It's amazing. Now, one other question I wanted to ask uh, both of your opinions on. There's a lot of different bills that are in the pipeline in New Jersey, to bring it back to Jersey for a second, um, on trying to improve things when it comes to breweries, whether it's home delivery, whether it's expanding um, certain things. But Governor Murphy signed a bill uh, a couple weeks ago, this brewery uh, trail bill. It says New Jersey's going to create a website, et cetera, spotlighting three brewery trails uh, in New Jersey. I thought it was a good idea at first. I've spoken with a couple of different uh, brewery people in Jersey. They're not exactly super happy about it. Um, and, and I think because of the, it almost seems like there's an ambiguity to the bill. It's not really sort of defined. What's your guys' thoughts on this brewery trail bill? Well, I think, listen, any, any legislation that's put forth to raise awareness and, and help our industry is a positive step forward. Um, I, you know, I interact um, a lot with, with two amazing senators. One, one is on the left, one is on the right, uh, Senator Vingo Powell and Senator Mike Tessa. And, you know, I'm, I'm encouraged of the future. I mean, because these are folks that truly care about their communities, they truly care about local businesses, and they're a big supporter of the craft beer industry um, and getting back to supporting local businesses. 
And you know, if you're a local brewery and you're not thrilled with um, you know the, the step forward that Governor Murphy's taking, I encourage you to get in touch with your your local um, you know representatives mm. and build a relationship and you know and constructively voice your concerns to them. Greg, how do you feel? Yeah, I mean, I think um, any way to connect and kind of bridge craft beer enthusiasts to encourage cross-pollination and checking out other breweries, you know, on its face seems great, you know. Why not kind of help to prop up the whole industry? I think, you know, people are doing wine trails and tours. Why not include some beer? Um, you know, let breweries opt in or out as they see fit. And, yeah, like Phil mentioned, if, you know, you can always reach out to your, your local you know, Congress people or your local community leaders and, you know, make your voice heard. Because I think there's an opportunity here. I mean, just alone on in your guys' area in Jersey, you've got alternate ending in you guys within, you know, we got jug handles six down minutes. Right, jug well, handles down the block. Icarus and Icarus. There's all these places. Well, Icarus is going to be a little further now once they open in brick. Uh, but, but... And we got a club. We got a club dropping with Icarus soon too. Yeah. We're pretty excited. That's now. cool. So and so you heard it first. Source and Icarus are going to be doing a collab. But I think there is an opportunity there where you can create these things so that people know. Hey, if I take this road, I'm going to hit this, 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 and this brewery. And I think that's something that we should be spotlighting. You know, more of and again for helping small businesses. Well, we got to wrap it up here. We're getting running out of time. I'm getting hungry. I want to get some brunch. Me and my <laughs> wife are going to dive into some food, gentlemen. Thank you so much for having me and my wife here today and uh, for the opportunity. We've got some big collabs coming out in the next two months. We're going to have a lot of fun with those. Uh, but I, I really want to thank you personally for the partnership for you guys because, of course, portions of the program brought to you by Source Brewing for coming on board with the show. And uh, I, I just can't say enough about you guys as friends and as, as colleagues. You guys do a great job. Thank you. It's a pleasure, Al. I mean, we really appreciate what you do for the industry. Thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate you, Al. Thank you. All right. Love. We wrap it up here. My thanks to everyone involved in the show, along with my guests, Phil and Greg and Chef uh, Kenny Cuomo. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Get down here. Source Urban Brewery in Fishtown, in the Fishtown neighborhood in Pennsylvania. You will not be disappointed. I am back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Al Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody.